let's make a start for this moment. Okay. Um, who wants to pray for us to start off with as we pause? I'll pray. Great, Anne. Yeah. Um, I'm going to mute everyone then. If you unmute yourself, uh, Anne, after about 30 seconds, let's just yeah. let's just quiet ourselves before God, put Jesus back on the throne, and then we'll continue. Father, we thank you again for this uh, privilege of joining together in this way. And um, we just want to be attentive to what you want to say to us uniquely to each one of us. Lord. Will you um, just help Adrian pray that uh, this pain will go? And uh, thank you that he's been prepared to bring these devotions to us each day. Will you bless him, Lord? Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay, so we are in chapter five of James, making our downward slope uh, towards the end. What we're going to find out is that James writes very differently to Paul, to whereas Paul kind of has what would have been a very good ancient practice of kind of signing off with a blessing, saying hello to everyone. We're going to find that James kind of just lands how we'd expect him to with the nature of how he writes his letter. But Today we get to centre in on James chapter 5 verses verse 9. That's it. I just wanted to look at one verse and I'll explain why we'll be looking at it. Um, and so James writes this, friends, don't complain about each other. A far greater complaint could be lodged against you. You know, the judge is standing just around the corner. Friends, don't complain about each other. A far greater complaint could be lodged against you. You know, the judge is standing just around the corner. Hey, one word today, cheering. That's my word, cheering. Um, and I want to focus in on this. And why I thought it was right to focus on this verse is I felt like actually as a family, as a community, as a church, we've said that actually one of the kind of cultural traits of or characteristics that we want to have as a family is one where we're seeking to honor or cheer one another on and therefore i felt like actually this is really good for us to zoom in on because i think actually it's quite countercultural. uh i think part of uh who we are as british is that we tend to kind of lean in to complaining uh, i think that there's also an essence that I think there's a human condition that we tend to see the complaint rather than the cheer uh, when we look at others uh, or even look at ourselves sometimes. And I think I often remember um, someone talking to me and uh, whenever they spoke to me, they always wanted to point out either what I'd done wrong or what they thought is wrong and how it could be done better. And they would phone me up every so often, probably once to twice a month, and kind of critiquing that way. And they and I remember talking to them one time and they said, and I said, look, it's okay doing this. And they said, well, you know, I really feel I, what I need to be to you is a critical friend. And I remember as they said that, I thought, well, that's really good. But I said, to be honest, it'd be really nice if sometimes I just knew you as my friend, not just as my critique. As to be honest, after a while, the continual critiquing wears you down. 
the continual sense of being told what you've got wrong or what was in their eyes wrong and how it needs to be improved um, didn't feel like it was something that pushed me forward rather than weighed down and actually it didn't feel like it was a friend it just felt like someone who was out to kind of knock me back a bit and I think James wants us to understand that you see the reality is if you continuously hear what we've got wrong or things that we could improve or things that are wrong with us I think it just wears us down it becomes a weight on us um and it just feel, leaves us feeling alone and I think often a failure. And as I said, I think culturally, I think we find it far easier to lean in to see what's wrong in a situation rather than what's right. And therefore we can lean into the complaint rather than the cheer. But I believe James wants us to understand that that's not how we're going to be as followers of Jesus. We're going to be those that are seeking to build a culture that's all about cheering one another on rather than complaining about one another. I think that's so important. And I want us to look at it just quickly and say, well, okay, what does a complaining culture look like then? And then we'll see, well, why on earth would we want that? And then we'll see, okay, let's really go for the cheering culture. You see, if we have a culture of complaining, what we find is that it, it doesn't ever really build anyone up. It just tends to tear them down. It doesn't push each other forward it tends to pull people back i think a culture where there's complaining is it will always breed comparison and competition as it's always uh, one way you're trying to figure out am i better than them or how do i compare to them or actually i think this is going uh, more well for me so it will always breed comparison competition i also think that a complaining culture spreads See, it spreads in that it becomes the way that people talk about each other. And it, and as soon as one person does it, you find that it quickly influences another person. So much so that within a moment, you can find that actually it's the default setting of a whole group of people. I don't know if you've ever met like a family that whenever they get together or a household, that they're kind of like link point seems to be, let's complain about this. And it just needs one person, it kind of spreads and permeates everything, that everything is all about the complaining of what's wrong. And if you're not careful, it can pervade, I think, church community, and, and James wants that not to be the case. It spreads, therefore, in that it becomes a, a def default way of communicating about each other, but also spreads by breeding fear. Because what it does is it causes each individual to think, I wonder what others are saying about me. Like, what are they, if this is how they're complaining about that person, what do they say when I'm not in the room? I think it also breeds that sense of fear of, and if I do this, like, what are other people going to say? And so I'm hoping we can see that the complaining culture is just not good. And James kind of says, well, like, why would you live this way? Because ultimately, you know that. There's one who could hold complaints against us. God, who is judge over all, who can like, hold up our life and say, like, how do you match up to who I am as a perfect being? And James is like saying, well, like, 
like, why would we therefore seek to judge others when we know we've got this judge who sits there who can rightly judge us? And yet what we know is through Jesus, God doesn't judge us as we should be, but rather seeks to cause us to understand that we are loved and seeks to cheer us on. That's the wonder of the judge we have. He could hold complaints against us, and yet he doesn't. Rather, he seeks to cheer us on in the life that we're seeking to live. Therefore, if that's how God treats you and I, then surely we need to ensure that we're building a culture that is about cheering one another on and not complaining. See, if you were to watch an athletic race, you wouldn't like have a crowd around who would just literally as soon as the runners start off the block start shouting out their complaints at that person's running technique like it just doesn't happen like as soon as they set off the block the crowd that are spectating can't help but cheer that person on and that's how it's meant to be for us that we're meant to be those that spur one another on who is cheering one another and that's what this culture looks like it's means that as we cheer that we're being those are continuously telling others, man, you're amazing. It's cheering other people on to say, man, you can do this. It's cheering other people on to say, you were made for more than this. Like, for me, I often think in those moments where I see friends who are seeking to live outside of God's best for them or outside of God's design, that it isn't at that point I want to rush them and tell them all the things that are wrong with them. And I want to cheer them on and say, man, weren't you made for more than this? Why are you settling for this? Fundamentally different way of doing it. Pushing someone forward rather than holding them back. So the other thing is that with cheering and building a culture like that, it releases us from comparison and competition and causes us rather to live with that deep sense of connection. That just as God is cheering each of us on, we therefore get to be those that cheer one another on. And that reminds us that we're not competing. There's not a comparison here. We don't need to therefore keep pointing out others' faults. Rather, we know we're really deeply connected. We can keep pushing one another forward. So my encouragement, why I wanted to just zoom in on this verse today in our devotion and say, let's just give ourselves to cheering. Like, I wonder if the world that we're living in is longing for a community that know they've got nothing to prove and therefore can come along others and seek to cheer them on in the life that God's calling them to understand, inviting them to know. And so let's give a couple of things to continue as we go on in our day. Two things. Firstly, how can you seek to cheer more than you complain? That's good, isn't it? Like, part of that's an uncomfortable question because it makes an assumption that probably we all do complain. And I kind of reckon that we're human. We do that. What would it look like if each day we say, hey, I want today to be more about cheering than complaining? That'd be pretty cool. Then secondly, who could you cheer today? Like, I think it's so good just to think outside of ourselves and just think, man, who could I drop a text to, an email, um, 
whatever it is, Zoom, that moment of just saying, I just wanted to just contact you just to cheer you on. Same with you. You're doing great. You're amazing. Like yesterday, I just got a message from someone and I just, it felt weird. And I just thought, actually, no, this is a cheering on moment. And so literally just WhatsApp them. I said, this will feel weird. I just wanted to know you to know I'm really proud of you. And um, they messaged me back within like five seconds, say, not weird, really nice. I think, man, let's be good at cheering one another on. Hey, there we go. Who wants to pray to finalize this moment? And then we'll wave at me and we can pray. Cheers, Dad. Do you want to unmute yourself? And then I'll unmute. Thank you. The uh, yeah, the cursor was being uh, it was playing. It was a stealth cursor. Yeah, no worries. Let's pray. Lord, I really really feel uh, that I'm not the best person to be praying on this one because my default is to enjoy <laughs> criticizing <laughs> and enjoy watching the daily government briefings. Uh, it's my comedy half hour. So, so Lord, I, I just want to ask that you would uh, challenge me on that and give me that uh, desire to be supportive and encouraging rather than uh, uh, tending towards uh, uh, being critical. And for all of us, Lord, I, I just ask that we have a, a heart to cheer people on, a heart to support, a heart to care and love, and that together we move forward with you. Amen. Oh,